0: Hi, my name's John. I'm the lead pastor here at Grace Life, and I'm glad that you're tuning in just for this quick little summary of today's message. So, we're looking at uh, Galatians, Galatians chapter 2, and I'm reminded when Paul confronts Peter, reminding of a verse in John, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so, Jesus is full of grace and truth, so it's no surprise that his gospel is full of grace and truth. Both of them, right? And so, as we get into Galatians 2, we see um, that difference between grace and truth. Last Sunday, we talked about how the gospel is is gracious, it's open to anybody, but when we get to chapter 2, we see Peter pulling back and believing in a different gospel. Paul confronts him in truth. So Peter is going along, he believes in Jesus, but he's still doing the law, and then he has this vision in Acts chapter 10, and and, and it happens over and over and over, you get the idea that Peter's a little slow, like we are sometimes, but the the vision of unclean animals rise and eat, and he um, figures out that God has approved these things, and uh, this is what he says, he says, God has shown me that I should not call any person unclean or common, And so this vision is not only what to eat, this vision is who to hang out with. And so this is the green light for Peter to have table fellowship with Gentiles. Now in that culture, table fellowship, when you're eating with somebody, it meant you agree with them. And so uh, the Jews would absolutely not do that. They they, um, had a lot of laws to separate themselves from common, unclean Gentiles. So Peter is enjoying this Gentile fellowship he 's eating unclean food with unclean people under the banner of Gospel of grace and enjoying that and then it says certain men from James, these heavy duty Pharisee people now. They're from James in that they're from Jerusalem. James doesn't believe in the false gospel. But these guys come down and try to manipulate this and then Peter pulls back. He's afraid, he's afraid of them. He's afraid of their threats. He's afraid of the persecution. And so uh, there probably was a lot of common sense reasons for him to pull back from the Gentiles, protecting the people from persecution, right? And that's the way temptation always is. Anytime we're tempted to compromise the gospel, there's always some kind of logical reason that we would do that, okay? but. Um, the gospel stands alone, and it stands as authoritative, and uh, we can't just adjust it to our own custom thinking, right? So it's interesting. So Peter pulls back, and he sides with these Jews that say you have to do the law. Well, Paul is incredulous. I mean, he's like, what are you doing? I've spent 14 years of my life trying to break this wall down, and, 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 and show that Jews and Gentiles together are part of the family of God through faith in the Messiah, Peter, you're building that wall back up. And so Paul basically says, you want that wall up? Fine, but that wall condemns you. The wall comes down, we're one in Jesus, um, and that's, that's the, the tension that he faced. So Paul says that the law, Peter, we used to look at the law to justify us but because of Jesus, we no longer do that. We used to think that we Jews were the insiders and the Gentiles were outsiders. That's why we had these laws to keep us separate. But Paul, Peter says, looking at the law, I now realize that the law does not justify us like we thought it did, it in fact condemns us. So now under the law that condemns us, we are and the Gentiles are the same. We're both outsiders under the law, and only through faith in Jesus can Jew and Gentile come in and become part of the family of God. And so that's a powerful, powerful moment in Scripture where Paul is fighting for this gospel. And do you realize that if the early church doesn't get this right, you and I as, as Gentiles would still be trying to do the law? Because if, if, if the Jews have their way here and insist that Gentiles do the law. And if Paul doesn't speak up and shatter this heresy early, who knows how many centuries of of believing Gentiles would have to struggle with the law just to be accepted and to be told that you can't be in God's family unless you do all this stuff. So I'm grateful for Paul's boldness. He stood up alone, but he stood up for the truth. So you and I can relate to Peter. We face situations where we want to compromise, right? And um, we just need to understand that the gospel is authoritative. It can change how we behave. And we might be awkward. We might get put in a social situation where we lose influence, money, power, prestige, whatever. But uh, keep in mind that God's gospel is uh, independent. It's authoritative. And and he loves us. We won't be alone if you have a family of, of believers around you. So the other thing I love about this is how Paul doesn't just correct the truth issue with peter he he reminds him he rebuilds him he points him to the grace of jesus and so uh, as we interact with people we want to be people of the truth but also gracious and um, people of grace just like jesus full of grace and truth so thanks